What's good, people? Welcome back to another episode of Shit About Shagging, the show where I talk shit about love, sex, relationships, anything in between the sheets and on the streets. That's such a tongue twister for me. I always battle to get it right. This is my second time recording this episode and I still fucked it up. But we are perfectly imperfect, so whatever. As always, we're going to start with the shaggish shenanigans of the week. I had quite an interesting week in terms of potential stories, but I think this one stands out the most because I want to know if any of you can relate to this in any way or form, or am I just genuinely fucked in the ass for all of this? But basically, I met this guy two years ago on Tinder. We matched and we ended up dating for a few months and then called things off. It wasn't working, whatever. Fast forward to about two weeks ago where we match again on Tinder and we take it to WhatsApp and we're like, hey, are there any hard feelings between the two of us? And we both agreed, no, not in any sense, way or form. So that was pretty dope, right? So on Saturday, I had just got my hair done. My nails were looking pretty and I felt fresh as fuck. And I wanted to hang out with somebody's son. So I decided to send him a message on Instagram asking him, Hey, I know this is spur of the moment, but do you have any plans tonight? An hour went by and he hadn't answered. So I decided to call him and because I was pretty desperate to do something and I had gone through his Instagram pictures and just reminded myself how damn good looking he is so I call him up and he answers and I'm like hey it's easy he was like yeah I know I'm just driving home um right now what's up and I ask him do you have plans later on tonight I know this is pretty random and last minute but do you have plans for tonight He paused, then hung up on me. I was basically blue ticked on a phone call. Has that ever happened to anybody else? I felt so embarrassed and shocked. Clearly not enough because I then decided maybe there was a network issue. Let me try and call him back. So I call him back. It rings Then only it goes to voicemail, which means he ignored my fucking call. And he was on Instagram, didn't read my message. And I'm just like, what did I do to deserve such things? So basically the moral of the story is don't feel pretty. Don't be that bitch because trying to be that bitch gets you into trouble. Um, so yeah, that was my shaggy shenanigans, blue ticked on a phone call, nochal, like honestly, it's, it humbled me a bit, am I going to talk to him ever again, probably, am I going to initiate the chat, most definitely, have I learned my lesson, and am I, am I going to stop being a dumb bish, nope, so yeah, This week's submission for Shagger Shenanigans is one for the books. Um, There's a few key things that we need to take from this, but let me tell you the story. 
So a listener sends in this and he says, My mate's girlfriend said I would be perfect for her cousin. I made sure to tell her I was just in it for a good time and not a long time. I wasn't looking for something serious, but if she was fine, then I'm definitely going to smash. She'd been hinting about the cousin for months and finally brings the cousin to this spry I was hosting with some friends. The drinks were flowing, the food was great, and the conversations were dope. Eventually, the night slows down and everyone else at the bra had left. And the mate, the cousin, and his girlfriend decide to sleep over. So, I take the cousin back to my room and start things off with some foreplay. What a fucking gentleman. Guys, always, always, always start off with some foreplay. If, you, if you're planning on getting her to come, then foreplay is the way to go. Let's not pussyfoot around this any longer. So he, he says, I'm eating her out, finger blasting, you know, the things to make the things happen. Then as she's about to come from me eating her out, she dead ass stops me. Now I'm wondering and asking why, what's wrong? What did I do? And she says, no, it's all cool. I just need to calm down. And I ask her, why do you need to calm down? And she says, I was about to come and you're not ready for that. I'm like, why? What do you mean? And she replies, because I'm a squirter. Oh, now, I know most of you have already heard of this term, a squirter. But let me just define. A squirter is a female who ejaculates a fluid when she comes. This fluid isn't pure pee, but a combination of urea, uric acid, and something else from the screen gland. So it's not pee. Okay, I looked this up. It's a medical fact from not WebMD because I didn't believe that one. So, but it's a fact. It is not pee. Anyway, the story continues. I think I, shit, you know what? She says I'm a squirter. I got my big boy ego about it. And I thought I'm finna make you gush. Let's go. Now she's less shy and more confident about it. Like most guys, I used to, used to, used to, and I cannot stress this enough. I used to have this thing where you can get a girl to squirt and it will boost your ego up to level 69. The girls I had in the past were not squirters. So I start up again with the eating out finger blasting foreplay combo. <laughs> then she's getting there. She's getting here. She's pulling my head deeper and deeper. And this hand finally squirts. And when I say squirts, I'm talking Niagara Falls. That shit was projectile. It slapped me in my face. <laughs> it was such a shock to my system. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But she cutely says, yeah, it's a bit intense. And I'm like, a bit? God damn. I, it still shocked me, but didn't stop me, nor did it turn me off. It actually turned me on quite a little bit more. I ain't gonna lie. Now we, start, now we start fucking in missionary and she's got her legs in the splits and I'm hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. We're going for it. Now, when I tell you this orgasm of hers was 10 times more intense, I mean fire hydrant pressure. You know what I'm saying? It pushed the dick out the pussy. It was that intense, fam. That's when I thought, okay, this is a bit much. But you know what? I'm a trooper, so let's keep going because I hadn't bust my nut yet and I'm trying to get mine. All is fair in love and war, I guess. 
So I go back in round two, put the swimming cap and goggles back on. Let's go. I'm going in, going, thinking I'm going to get my nut this time. But nah, she beats me to the punch back with that fire hydrant dick pushing pressure again. What the fuck? I'm looking at my bed and this thing is drenched. It looks like there was a flood in my fucking room. Like at the end of the night, I didn't even get to nut because she kept squirting so much and pushing my shit out. It was uncomfortable and it kind of reset everything every time she pushed me out and the pressure was back on me. Like a guy says he wants a squirter until he gets a real squirter. After that, she tried to hit me up and I won't lie, man. I was too afraid to hit her up again. I couldn't go through that experience, dude. I'm sorry to say I had to blue tick her for months. I couldn't go through that again. I was traumatized. Real traums. Yes, like. So the first experience with the real squirter, it it can it it really can be a shock to the system. Um, especially if well, I mean, this girl did give you fair warning and saying that she was a squirter, but I guess the squirters you had previously were nothing in comparison to this. I still commend you on going back the first time and getting your bed and making her squirt so much. I mean, obviously you were doing something right, so welcome to the Shag Society and keep coming back. But I do feel a tad bit, you know, bad for the girl because I know that shit is embarrassing and she must have felt really awkward having gone through this with a guy she just met and now drenched his bed and all of that but at least she got hers so goals goals for women for days now this week i want to introduce a new term acquaintances with benefits awb but before I get into why I think AWBs are much better than friends with benefits and fuck buddies, I'm just going to talk about those two for a little bit. So firstly, friends with benefits um, is a relationship in which two mates become sexually intimate with one another, but are in no way committed to each other. The people involved in friends with benefits relationships obviously enjoy spending time together and have good banter and are sexually attracted to one another, but their relationship isn't romantic. Now, I know we all know people who have a friends with benefits situation going on and we're thinking to ourselves, you guys should just declare it once and for all and just say that you guys are in a relationship because they are that comfortable around each other. They do everything a couple does except for put a label on it. They hang out together, they have sex, they talk deep shit and all of that. Um, but with friends with benefits, it's usually that these are two people who were mates before sex uh, was added as an element of their friendship. And usually they make the best wingman or wingwoman for the other partner. Um, and what happens is if they go out in a group of friends, they tend to, you know, they do their job as the wingwoman or wingman. But I think knowing that you've got a sure thing locked and loaded kind of puts you off their game. 
So they end up not hooking up with whoever they were set up with and spend the night with their friend with benefits instead. If they go out separately, then they end up, you know, smashing or whatever, some stranger. But if they're together, it's for sure they're going to end up going home and doing the deed, you know, the things to make the things happen, the dance with no pants. Ha 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 ha. No, it's the dance with no pants. It's that accent. It it you need to you need to get the twang right. I need to remember that. <laughs> um friends with benefits is never really planned. I mean, the sex element of it actually, except for going on a night out. But they'll have plans to like just hang out and then boop, there's a dick in a vagina or there's a dick in an asshole, something like that. It's never really planned. So it's just a spur of the moment kind of happens. They fall into it and they just let nature be. Now, the problem with friends with benefits is someone is bound to catch feelings and it's not specific to who it could be. It could be either the guy or the girl. But surprisingly, research shows that it's usually the guy that falls um, f first. And I think the common misconception as why to we think girls catch feelings first is because they just reciprocate the feelings that they get shown by the guy who's oblivious to the feelings he's actually projecting out there. So yeah, that's my take on it. But friends with benefits, let's let's be 100% sure right now. I asked you guys, and we said it once and for all, that guys and girls can be friends, just friends, without having feelings getting caught. Um, for me, that's not the case. Uh, personally, I've fallen for almost every guy friend of mine because I clearly I'm lacking something psychologically but when I get that attention from a guy I'm just like oh my god now we now we gotta have sex <laughs> I just think to myself so it's not necessarily catching feelings but it's that I want to bang them but there are many people who can have a mature relationship and not want to sleep with their friend right off the bat like I do. Um, when it comes to rules about friends with benefits, it's actually a very casual setup. The only thing I recommend is that you guys think about it first. Like, are you willing to sacrifice the friendship if things don't work out? So that's something you need to be wary of when entering this friend with benefits situation. Also, stay safe in the sense that only have one friend with benefits. If you're going to be fucking multiple people, then keep listening because fuck buddies are for you. Whereas friends with benefits, you guys know that you guys are just fucking each other and no one else. Another thing, uh, rule that should be stated is that if one of the parties get into a relationship, then the other friend needs to take a step back and be supportive of it. And the last one is that even if you think you're fooling your mates, you're not. Everyone knows you guys are sleeping together. 
but should you get caught have a story backed up for why you guys were together or seen leaving the house the next night or your location shows that you're at so-and-so's place or whatever have a good backup story but there's absolutely no need for that shit because your closest friends will know I had a friend with benefit um and it ended badly because I caught feelings um and later on uh found out he was in a relationship so yeah basically that's that's actually a story for a whole other day there's there's a lot to to divulge into that about that one so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep you guys on your toes for a little bit longer but yeah that was a situation i need to think of a cool name to give him something not so on the nose So that's friends with benefits. Then you get fuck buddies. Fuck buddies is the term for two people who engage in all the exciting, invigorating and passionate advantages of regular sex without the woes of commitment. But the term has never really had positive connotations. Like if you dare enter into a fuck buddy situationship as a woman, there'll be at least three assumptions about you. One, you secretly want commitment from this person, but you're settling. Two, you will develop feelings. Or three, you don't value yourself, which I think is all bullshit. I think you need to, in some way, have a huge amount of respect for yourself as a woman to just have regular sex with someone without any feelings or attachments to them at all. Just to like hop on the deck, hop off, and carry on with your life. So fuck those values, fuck those assumptions, fuck them for life. Fuck buddies, in my opinions, aren't buddies at all. They they are just a booty call, a regular booty call. They don't text you while the sun is out. They usually start missing you from about eight until half an hour before curfew, basically. That's when they ask you what's up, what's good, how you been, what are you doing, all that jazz. And a fuck buddy, you don't really know much about them except for where they live and their first name and maybe what they do for a living. But you don't really engage in like what their hobbies are. You don't know they take on politics or their favorite music or shit like that. Um, and usually you meet them on a dating app through a friend and a blind date gone wrong or, uh, at a bar. That's usually how fuck buddy relationships are started. And the nice thing with them is that you never see a future with them because you don't really know them that well. So I'm the kind of person who, once I get attract attached to you, whether it's sexually or emotionally, I start thinking of our future, our possible future together. With a fuck buddy, it's easier not to do that because you don't really, there's so many missing pieces of the story. The rules with fuck buddies are very strict. Um, There's no jealousy whatsoever. Uh, you probably don't stay over or stay for much long 
like in the morning you guys don't have a cup of coffee together and everything you guys have shit to do it's usually a quickie or a last minute booty call and one person in the situation always has more control and dictates how things should work so I currently have that with Professor M from episode one whereas he it used to be a friend with benefits kind of thing until he told me that I was just a booty call. So from that moment on, I decided let me give him control and I didn't message him and I don't message him. I rather wait for him to reach out to me and then we hang out then because the thing is jealousy is not allowed with fuck buddies like a hundred percent it's not allowed so you need to understand that you're just a hole or you're just a stick and nothing more and in this regard to him I think I am that I'm just really I'm 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 comfortable sex you know I'm 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 like at home sex you know it's 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 like that feeling of going back home because we've been doing this for like a while now a few months so yeah but it's not we're not friends with benefits because we're not friendly we don't hang out and we can't see each other without having sex and the only times we do see each other is when we know shit's about to go down no matter how much I think no I'm gonna stand up and you know not put my pants down, no, fuck, it happens, I'm, I'm weak, I'm, I'm, I'm a weak bitch, so that's, that's my thing, so that's what brings me to acquaintances with benefits, I think we need a middle ground, so what I define acquaintances with benefits is that it's the fine line between friends with benefits and fuck buddies, your AWB, you know some enough about each other to have a decent chat, but not enough to hang out in public. The situationship is still primarily about sex, but you have respect for one another. So catching feelings is less of a risk because you don't know intimate details about them. You just, they're like the work colleague version of a sex buddy. So yeah, an acquaintance with benefits. They're good for texting while you when you have a dry spell. I mean, there's nothing better than knowing that you've got someone who will be like, hey, and it's different from a fuck buddy because a fuck buddy is more frequent, whereas an AWB is only when necessary. So, like, what's what do you take that's only when necessary? Like pain medication only when necessary um, and the rules basically are just to not become friendly at all if you do start becoming friendly you stop then then you've moved out of the AWB little bubble now you're making it more complicated and you're bound to catch feelings and everything why it works for me is I've thought of this analogy so on Netflix you can either stream a show or you can download it. With AWBs, it's like streaming a show. It's there whenever you need it. 
whereas downloading it takes up space on your laptop and you don't want something taking up space on your mind or in your life. So an AWB is just streaming, available when necessary, no buffering, no buffering if you've got a good connection. And yeah, so that's that's my that's my that's my two cents on the whole fuck buddies, friends with benefits, and the new AWB acquaintances with benefits. So now I'm going to get into the questions, which you guys had a few of. Uh, I'm just going to read three. Do regular friends with benefits get jealous of other friends with benefits? I think if you know your friend with benefits has another one, for sure you're going to get jealous. Um, It's 100% going to happen. You, You might know that it's 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 not like it's it's like this if your partner was having sex with someone else you get jealous if your friend is friendly with someone else you feel some type of way now add that together and then project that you're having two forms of jealousy forming together and it's just like an explosion so yes but I don't think that friends with benefits should there should be multiple. You should have only one friend with benefit. As soon as you have more than one, then one of them is a fuck buddy. Because a fuck buddy most of the time is a side dish. Someone is the side dish. So yeah, that's that answer. The second question is, has anyone ended up having a successful relationship with their friend with benefits? Absolutely. This has happened multiple times. And one listener told me that she started off with having a hot girl summer, which turned into a cold, a cuffed girl winter, which turned into a couple girl summer. So she's happy in a relationship with someone who started off as just a friends with benefits. And like the movies and like cliches and like probably people you've experienced in your life, friends with benefits often do lead to relationships. The success of those relationships depend on how much work each person is putting in. I mean, even just relationships between strangers, it depends on how much work and all other factors. But in terms of having a successful relationship, moving from friends with benefits to being a couple, I think it is possible and it is and it can be successful 100%. And I also think it's way easier to transition into it rather than being strangers, then dating. Um, I think friends with benefits, then that that's a smoother transition. And the last question is, uh, listener said, I totally want to know. What do you do once you've had sex for the first time with a fuck buddy slash someone you've had your eye on? Like, do you both kind of lie lie there, then get dressed and leave? Or do you offer them a drink? Like, what is the appropriate thing to do? Now, this depends. Do you want them to be a fuck buddy? Or have you genuinely had your eye on them for a while in terms of wanting to be with them? Because if it's a fuck buddy situation, then get dressed and leave. There's, what are you staying for? 
No one's no one's making you breakfast. No one's ordering you coffee. Just get the fuck out of there. You served your purpose. If you want more, then for sure offer them a drink. Offer them, do you want to watch a movie? Because you've already done the chill part of Netflix and chill. So why not do the Netflix part? And then build it up from there and you guys can have a chat. So it depends on either way. But for sure, if you if if you want this person to just be a fuck buddy, then you got to just leave head out, dip, or hint to them that, hey, you got to go now. So peace. And just tell them this has been so fun. So much fun. So fun. And yeah. And that is all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. If you have any more questions, please do hit the show up by searching Shit About Shagging on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Give, follow, follow, subscribe, like the episodes on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and whatever, and Google Podcasts and whatever you listen to. Please, I appreciate all of you listeners. I see the stats every week and it genuinely fills my heart with joy. Don't forget to follow me on all forms of social media at Zizi Siolo and I will be coming for you next week.